Kerry, home to some of the most creative, intelligent, culturally diverse and articulate people this country has to offer. Unfortunately, they were all busy. So, we got stuck with this lot. Recorded live in Murphy's Pub on Brandon Pier. This is the Murphy's Podcast. Cheers, lads. Cheers. Chin, 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 chin. Cheers. Clink, clink. Hey. Did we get you, Gary? No, Another no. week. Episode. Oh. Yeah. We're episode 11. Yep. Well, who would, who would ever thought we'd get here? And my dog Fia is here in the background Again. going, yeah, just don't go to the toilet in the pub again, please. Oh, or chew any of those cables. Yeah. Where's, where's her minder? I, I brought like, it brought me dog sitter and all. Russ, control your animal. <laughs> yeah, there you uh, go. Yeah. Russ, it's all good with him. And again, cheers again. Cheers, <laughs> Have you started? Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you? Yeah, I know this is actually what we're meant to be doing, yeah. How's things? Good. Good. Uh, how's yourself? Okay, before we go, before we go any further, uh, I want to say we hit 3,000 downloads the other day, which is fantastic. Uh, yeah, so thank you everybody for listening in and yeah, downloading and sharing and all that stuff. And to do, if you can, if you could, keep sharing it and liking it. And if ever could just give a tenner each a week now, it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> is it too soon to start that, is it? No, 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 no that's no. week 15. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? We get a tenner a week, three times, 30 grand. <clears throat> Ten grand each. Is that much to ask, week? listeners? No, I think that's that's decent. No, we've got good content for the amount yeah. of effort we put in, like yeah, all of that effort. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so it's great, and it's yeah, it's nice to kind of get that feedback as well from people. And yeah, it was only on, on the Podrick there, and he was saying that the most random people are coming in and are listening to and saying that they've been listening to. Sorry, my dog just ran in again. Uh-huh. Dog, yeah. Uh, uh, he said the most random people are coming in and listening. Like you said, the guy from Guinness looks after their. their system here is listening as well oh and good yeah it's like to mention so it's great uh, other than that then gigs promote yourself go on before we forget because you know you won't oh listen I have a tour now and uh, all the all the dates are on red www.fredcookcomedian.com c-o-o-k-e so that's it comedian.com yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm gigging north, south, east, and west of Dingle. It's the big one this time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my yeah. Yeah. Go on, you, my yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you still have the Dingle Comedy Club going on. That's another. We do, and you know, will I announce away. who's uh, next mo- uh, next month? Go on, yeah. It's Chris Kent, so a wonderful okay. comedian. So right. he's he's playing in in Dingle on the. It's the first Friday and it's the first Thursday in in Killarney. Yeah. So. So Thursday and Friday. Yeah, Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. The gigs. Uh, gigs we've got coming up. You must. We have Paddy's Day coming. Yeah, we've got. So we're actually doing a gig in Belfast on the 16th of March, uh, Thursday the 16th in uh, Custom House Square, I think it's called. As part of the Win- um, Windsor Agreement. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, Thanks, it's Bertie. Yeah. To be honest with you, like it's a bit vulnerable to stand up on a stage in the middle of Belfast City Centre playing traditional music on the eve of St Patrick's Day. Yeah. Like, do you know? Is there, that's that's well, is that kind of a basic. No, because I went to I went to a stag at Belfast there a couple of years ago, and going up again. I was. I've never really spent much time up north, and I was going up. I was kind of a bit funny. I remember I was going up. We, were go, we stayed in a certain yeah. hotel, and with the guide and the counters, I listen. Don't go to this nightclub. Don't this. Day. You're probably just better off staying away from it. And we, of course, we ended up in all of the places he told us not to go. And the nicest bunch of people. Yeah, yeah it's no, great. It's a great city. Yeah, I was really, just up there. Really I was playing up there this Saturday. Just gone. Great I was spot. Up there. And uh, yeah, no, Belfast. Do you drive, Gary? I do drive. So yeah, you need like four hundred k, five hundred kilometers. Is it there? Um, I suppose return. Uh, it's probably the, oh yeah, it'd be more. I suppose yeah. return from from Kerry to Belfast. Yeah, I, yeah, it's probably three f- 
350 I keep forgetting we're in Kerry yeah because yeah. that is a long that's a fucking massive yeah, drive yeah, so you're going to Dublin and back up the M1 is it up to yeah basically from here Christ. to Dublin and then up, up the it's about 5 hours 5 and a half hours I think yeah that's so yeah that's a that's a that's a lot of commitment but uh, ah yeah look it's only a couple of times a year but no that'll be a good gig we're doing uh, so we're doing like the the gig rig for that and there's Lisa Hannigan and David Keenan well, class. and ourselves so yeah we go crack fantastic and then Paddy's Day we're in Dublin for um, down in Collins Barracks that's kind of the, the main festival call for Paddy's Day so they've got the main stage there and oh yeah. god I, I did it last year did you? yeah good crack now yeah 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 it's, yeah, it's great yeah we did it with Jiggy last year actually and they've got the tent more then so I'm playing with uh, the other group I play with Polka Cahar. Uh so we're doing yeah, I've got three gigs that day down there. So, Polka Cahar, yeah. so right, because you're an expert in Irish now, can you translate that for everybody? It means the Fort Devil or something like that, does it? <laughs> polka, the Fort. Pol- polka is just a type of tune. Like oh, yeah, Polka. P O L K A. Polka. Yeah, P O L K A. Polka is a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, your your the TV show seems to be going really well. Yeah, yeah. So Friday at the minute is in a TV show called Realty Miguel yeah, yeah. And basically, it's a lot of Irish celebrities go to Gale Talk to learn Irish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it seems yeah. to be there's a lot of promo going on RT for it. Like they're really Loads. pushing it. Like it's great. Yeah, it's good. It's good crack it as well. It's a nice edit. Do you know what I mean? There's enough of us individually to make it interesting. Did you actually you know? speak any Irish in the in it? Uh, I do. Yeah. Did you, or did they edit all those bits out? <laughs> but I, correct, I corrected myself instantly, but they didn't put that in the interview to start. Right. If you said what I said, translate it back to English, I said, I'm married, my name is Julie. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I would have to say, I have a son, my name is Ted. Oh, <laughs> like no. Multiple personality disorder. I did see, uh, have you watched it back? Yeah. If, yeah. If you see the teacher giving out about the lad missing in the class. I.e. <laughs> <laughs> Fred. I can only imagine how difficult that is. It really is. Like, he kept like, calling me Ted. That's right, yeah. Ted. And then I finally that had to go, it's Mr. Ted. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mr. Fred. Uh, yeah, so what, anything, anything else happening around the week? Um, no, it's back to work <coughs> at the moment. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, <coughs> yeah, I've got uh, <coughs> COVID. Black lung. Black lung <laughs> I got COVID as well, lads. It's only the Omicron. For Grant. Yeah, it's Grant, yes. Yeah, sure. Oh, I heard uh, on, on, on uh, the radio today, apparently there's a new super gonorrhea after appearing and no. it's like untreatable um, it's after yeah it's taking, so is this t- how t- you t- taking tell us about out. it this is uh, I don't know why I brought that up it makes me look very <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah you, when you're googling gonorrhea like sort of good well we're talking about I just yeah, popped into my yeah, head there and I yeah. thought it was fascinating so this this new form of gonorrhea is after, after see, see, appearing I was, and, uh, what I was doing there a second ago by the way I was opening it up for everybody to tell their little bit of news oh yes and no, Fred still news. hasn't well, I do have a bit of news, and this is why we have to start a patron very quickly. Why is because, that? Because uh, I'm becoming a dad again. Oh, Fucking mighty! <laughs> <laughs> You're some bollocks, you know that? <laughs> That's all stated. <laughs> Couldn't resist. Congratulations to you and Julie. Yeah. That's mighty all news. Yeah, brilliant. So, when should you? Uh, August. So okay. once, once it's not the 27th Because that's my birthday <laughs> I've been there for a day nice. Oh yeah You don't want to be anyone else Stepping on your toes no, On your birthday No 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 And know. like Ted was nearly born uh, our, our son now He was born on September the 12th He just got over it He was nearly a September the 11th baby So oh, thank wow. god yeah Because uh, you know If he was a September the 11th baby Like we'd have birthday parties And like you'd have an American friend And we'd like, oh, Come on let's have another minute silence We have to do this every fucking year You'd have to have a security <laughs> check And everyone coming into the house <laughs> <laughs> so thank God he got on to number 12 so hey. August what the month is it now so this is for everybody who's listening Mar- in the future we're Mar- Mar- March now Are April, we March? June, July August, so five months left yeah, so four well, months in. yeah. yeah. Well, that'll be um, I don't have kids myself 
but like friends who've got kids and obviously with one kid and two parents is obviously quite manageable but yeah. when the second one comes along it changes things yeah. a bit doesn't it but that's what I need to hear thanks for that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's supposed to be really hard Fred so just to get you into trouble a little bit more uh, how is Julie with pregnancy how is she with, with Ted she's great yeah yeah <laughs> what what do you mean like was she like was, was she <laughs> What was, do she, you mean? was she healthy through like was she sick through pregnancy with Ted oh like she was dead for 10 minutes where we got her back <laughs> <laughs> well Julie's birth to be honest with you was quite heavy like she lost so much blood like she was going pale, there for Julie's birth oh yeah, was, yeah, yeah. And, then, and I said I look after her in the future don't worry about that it's Benjamin Button here yeah <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. Ted's birth uh, uh, was it was I don't know it was a it was a it was a it was a heavy pregnancy like in ways like you know so she lost a lot of blood at the time and and uh, she was going in and out of consciousness so it was, oh, uh, so it was scary uh, yeah yeah wow. I thought she was like leave me at one stage but oh, no way. you know so but she said she had to get she went on the drip then and, and like she got uh, but she, obviously she's fine now but you know but I think <laughs> I think uh, you know so if it was cause he. Ted's so tall he's just so he was such a big baby from the get go like so yeah, was, yeah. Uh, can you remember his weight uh, no okay you can't no. it wasn't like 13 pounds or something like no, sumo no. wrestler coming out like <laughs> full of head to head and he beard. walked out in the, in the beard he drove out <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I had a I had a, had a weird week um I, I, I had points with Gary today and he was quizzing me about it but I wouldn't say he had a bit of a health scare uh, during t- two weeks ago a week and a half ago now and uh, yeah so I'm still going through it at the minute uh, basically, my my blood pressure went off the scale, yeah, like ridiculously high. Um, I was at my bike one day and was tr- just driving along, and uh, when I looked over my shoulder to look for traffic, but I just started getting really dizzy. I was like, "Jesus, what the fuck is that?" Like, I didn't, yeah, I was like, that, that that's a new thing." So I got home and I have a I got a blood pressure monitor at home. I keep it there because my dad had blood blood pressure, my uh, mum has got blood pressure and whatever, mm-hmm. and I always just like to keep a monitor on it. Uh, and yes, yeah, so I got home and checked it, and at that point, it was. It was 160 over Jeez. 100. 100, I think it was at that point. Well, what's so it's like, what's it, should it be? A good one is probably about 100, but 120 over 80 is a kind of healthy okay. edge. And that's what I normally would have. So I couldn't figure it out at all. And so I didn't really think too much about it. Uh, and yeah, so I just kind of kept it to myself a little bit. And then just throughout the week, it just kept happening. Now those little dizzy spells and I check again and I get a little bit higher to the point on uh, Friday morning. I woke up and it was 180 over 120, which is crazy. Like, that's, like, really dangerously yeah. high. So I went to the doctor over in Dingle, um, who was great, and she said, right, listen, usually we'd put you on a heart monitor and check you out for 24 hours and before we'd prescribe something, but you're straight on to blood pressure medicine, like, straight away. Uh, and blockers. Yeah, blockers. Not, not, I don't think they're blockers. The ones I was on, they're just other something or other. I don't understand the science yet. Uh, yeah, so I was put on them for a bit. Thank you, WhatsApp. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was put on them, and then I was sent home. And all weekend was fine. I was I even came in here for a drive on Sunday, um, and it was absolutely perfect. And then when I went home Sunday afternoon, the rugby was on, so I watched the rugby. And the news was on afterwards. And as I was sitting there watching the news, uh, the, I was I kept I was looking, going, Jesus, why is that really bad camera work? Why has it gone so out of focus? And I was like, oh, that's... And I looked at my phone, and my phone was out of focus as well. And my vision started going blurry. And I was like, oh, man, this is this is not good. So I rang the South Dock, because it was obviously out of hours and doctors. Yeah, just to see what I do. Like, should I go to A&E? Should I call an ambulance? Or, And they said, yeah, get yourself to A&E as quick as you can. So I went in Sunday evening into A&E. And when I got to A&E, my blood pressure was 196 over 126. Jeez. So it just kept going up and up wow. and up. It just felt awful, like really, really bad. 
Um, yeah, so they basically stabilised me. By not, by, they didn't actually have to do anything. I got, I got like an ECG, uh, chest X-ray in my heart, um, and they just basically took bloods as well. And when they took bloods, I had some other episode, and my blood pressure dropped from 196 over 126 uh, to uh, 70 over 40, like instantly. So the whole room just started going black. I was passing out straight away, like. Uh, and eventually, yeah, I, I came good again. I'm like, it, I kind of stabilised about 150 over 100 again, so it was grand. So they told me to go home. And uh, I was, uh, what duration, time duration was this? Uh, about, over about, about four hours. Four hours. Four, yeah, yeah, well, five hours maybe until I got to, to, got yeah. to Um Yeah, so then I started calming down and everything kind of went back normal-ish. Uh, and then I had spent all day Monday at home just trying to relax. And uh, then on Tuesday I was booked into, there's a, a hospital in Tralee called Bon Secure, mm-hmm. which is a private hospital. Uh, and yeah, so I went in there and got a load of tests. Like I got, I had an MRI scan, a CT scan, I had renal scans, I had ultrasounds, I had a cardio uh, echo test thing, to, mm. echocardiogram. So basically everything, like the full blood work, everything done. And I met the um, my consultant at the very end of the day, uh, and he went over everything. And everything was perfect. Yeah, good. not wow. a thing. Yeah. Not my heart is functioning one hundred percent, but not one hundred percent, but like really well. Uh, yeah, the bloods all came back clear. Everything, my kidneys are all functioning perfect. So they have absolutely no idea oh what's going on. Uh, so again, so <laughs> yeah, the bad point. Yeah, it must have yeah. been. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I, I was I, then after that, then I spent the week just kind of trying to relax a little bit, and then I got by drinking pints. Yeah, I had a couple of pints, but it, I did. Sp- I, I, I was talking to the guy and said, "Listen, is it okay for me to drink? Because I'm so I'm on medication." And like, is it this? Is, he said, "No, said, this isn't something to do with your diet. It's not to do with your weight. It's nothing to do with anything like that." He's, he reckons it's hereditary. Right. He said, "Because my he said you obviously got it from your father, who had my dad had like my dad started having heart attacks when he was 40 which we're doing right. back in the 70s yeah. like so yeah. Uh, yeah so it's uh, yeah so it's just that I have to live with it so uh, my blood pressure still is up it's still up in the, in the mid 150s uh, over about 99 I think it was today so I went back to my doctor again today because I emailed her over the weekends just letting her know what was going on so she called me in straight away and they've doubled the dosage of this stuff I'm Jesus. on yeah so I'm on double from tomorrow uh, just to kind of equalise it because again I, she said you're lucky because you had you seen the symptoms you went to the doctor you got it mm. dealt with and you're ahead of it now so basically they'll deal and bring it back down yeah. which means I won't get any problems because again what she said was what the worst thing is is people don't realise this is happening and then when you don't realise then it's too late because mm. then you get an enlarged heart Charity or you have yeah. or else you can have like a brain hemorrhage and all this kind of stuff as well so is this medication that you could potentially be on for the rest of your life or oh, is no, it just well, that's uh, what the, she reckons it will be anyway when the, the first when she first prescribed even the lower dose she was like listen you'll be on these forever this is the well, way it works well. the, these things just you just it becomes part of your life so you don't have to change a lot but you just this becomes mm-hmm. something you'll need for yeah for a, a, a bit of time so yeah it was it was, it was again like it, it wasn't i don't i i didn't know whether i was in danger and i kind of that's very scary during yeah. the week like just constantly and again you get the fear and then you got like no, oh my god yeah, is that a chest okay, is that a chest yeah, pain yeah, yeah, and yeah. i feel t- pins and needles it's oh, is this is that a pain in my arm again you just don't know what's happening and it was just i was a really peculiar but i have to say after being in and out of hospitals like a and e in truly uh, general in the, the mm. university hospital and bond secure and my own gp like what a bunch of legends yeah. like unbelievable people like and they're just dealing with this like they're dealing with stuff like that now yeah you know in, in these 80s and stuff. like just it really puts things in perspective of how 
ridiculous my job is and how important theirs is that they and people are so reliant on it and they're so professional and courteous all the time with everybody there was i didn't see any of them getting snotty with anybody or mistreating anybody yeah, which you think yeah. you'd get because these people are working and, their hours and, stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah. constant they're, yeah, they're running from place to place and they are dealing with people who are frustrated and um yeah. and you know obviously concerned themselves for yeah. own. like there was a woman called mary i think her <coughs> name was who was brought in in a trolley and she was in probably i'd say late 60s maybe 70s and they were just so lovely to her. Like, yeah. again, it just completely diffused the situation yeah. she was in. She yeah. was obviously in a, she was in A&E mm-hmm. at night time, like 12 o'clock at night on a Sunday. It was obviously something serious wrong. But they just kept, like, her so relaxed and just brilliant people. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I don't have it in me, but I just respect yeah. the shit out of people that could do it. So, yeah, so have you guys ever had any kind of things that just... Because like usually I'm used to if I have a health thing it's because I've crashed into something yeah. Yeah. I've fallen off something or I've done something really stupid but this is um, the first time it's been no I've never I've, I've been thank God in touch wood I've been very lucky with my health I suppose uh, about maybe seven or eight years ago alright I got um, I used to have I used to get sinus infections I used to get quite blocked up and you know like mucus and stuff when I was younger mm-hmm. and uh, seven or eight years ago I was working in the pub at home and I never forget it. We, we were after closing up, clean, cleaning up the bar, and I was sitting up at the bar having a pint uh, at the end of the night. And next thing, I got this all merciful headache, and it was kind of pulsating out through my my uh, left eye. And just kind of shook it off and said, "I go to bed." And anyway, I went to bed about an hour later. Woke, woke up, and there was my my face was actually swollen. Wow. And the pain was just like it was like nothing I'd ever experienced. I thought I was having a brain hemorrhage. Like, yeah. yeah. And. Uh, my partner at the time we went into Tralee into South Dock they sent me straight up to the hospital they t- brought me in the back at this point now I was actually passing in and out of consciousness with, with, with the pain yeah. like, and uh, <clears throat> rushed into a place there was a couple of doctors around me and started doing the usual tests and mm. took blood tests and all that crack and I was there for about a day and a half and they they were still working on me and then uh again through that whole process I was kind of drifting they were giving me painkillers and at that stage I was drifting out of consciousness and I never forget waking up at one point and being rushed down this uh, hallway in the hospital and there was a couple of doctors and, and nurses around me and uh, I was totally oblivious to what was going on I was kind of like what's what's going on and one was we just need to bring you down for a lumbar puncher yeah. so they were they were looking at possible meningitis at that yeah. stage and uh, into the room anyway and that's that, that's the that's the needle into the that's spine a, that's like. a painful oh, needle fuck it, man. Yeah. but do you know what I, I don't actually remember any specific pain from it it was more the thought of what was actually happening yeah, yeah and yeah. just lying down in the I'll never forget it I was there was tears coming down my face and I was there was a nurse sitting beside me who was holding her hand and uh, I never felt so vulnerable in my life yeah. you know it was unbelievable what age you? this is only seven or eight years yeah. ago so I was in my uh, mid thirties yeah. yeah. and uh Anyway, it wasn't meningitis. They did brain scans, and as it turned out, it was a chronic sinus infection, pan-sinusitis, well, I think okay. it's called. Yeah. yeah. So basically, your your, your cavities just get, yeah gets this um, serious uh, infection, and that's what was causing the pain. And basically, just stayed in the hospital for a week on IV treatment. But I never forget those couple of days, like you were saying, you know, not knowing what was going just, on, and, and yeah. especially when it's yeah. to do with the head, like it's mm. it's. You know, yeah, because I was because again because my doctor rightfully she was she did tell me like I could have a hemorrhage at any minute. Right. So because again because it's the diastolic was so high, it basically means that yeah it could just burst a blood vessel in your brain and as soon as that happens you're fucking you're, that's bad news like. Um, yeah. So but again it kind of it does push you horribly like, to think about things like what happens when you die, and I do like again it's something I've 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 thought about quite a bit over the years like, um, I even wrote a short film about it that both of you have now watched. 
I bet. have. I have. Did you watch Signal? Oh, Signal. Yeah. What was the other one? Sentinel. Sentinel. Sentinel like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, so, yeah. So Signal is basically about what happens. What I think happens when you die. What do you guys? What's what's your two cents? On what you, what happens? Mm. What what's your belief? What do you think is gonna happen? To to. I just think your 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 moment is done. Your 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 everything is your past. Your energy continues. Do you know? So I don't. You, you're. Do you think it's game over at that point? Do you think? Yeah, it's, I do. Yeah. You don't think there's anything? Do you, you don't think it would like believe in any afterlife? No, or? no, I don't think so. I don't. No, I'd love to, and I used to. I used yeah, to be mad be, religious. I'd love to have to. Yeah, because it must yeah, be very comforting yeah, to kind I really of think. It's but does it? Does, but does it strictly have to be religious in order to believe in something after life? No, exactly. Yeah, like a spiritual thing. Like you know, it's it can be seen as you 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 pass on. Like you know, it's. But I really feel that uh, there's no. Uh, I think it's fear. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, I said that. Uh, I, I read. Did you tell me, Gary? Did you tell me that uh, that uh, religion is for people who are afraid of hell, and spirituality is for people who've already been there? Mm-hmm. Do you know oh, what I mean? Right, like, okay, yeah. so I, I think so. I'm kind of, you know, I'm very grateful. Uh, genuine in a day-to-day basis, I'm so lucky. Like, you know what I mean? And I just know that uh, I just have to, you know, kiss the oxygen around me because when it's done, it's done. Yeah. How about yourself? Um, yeah, look, I mean, it's when you look at all the f- shit that goes on in the world, and you kind of, you know, this this romantic idea of you know an afterlife and a, a god and all that. It's you know, look, obviously, whatever gives people comfort, I'm yeah. all for that. But it's yeah, it's it's hard to kind of really put a lot of faith in that. But uh, you know, there's there's a part of me that wishes or hopes there's something after. Yeah, after I, because my thing is, I I honestly believe that. Uh, I think we when 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 you pass on, you become part of kind of collective consciousness. The fact base we're all made of energy. Energy yeah. dis dissipate has to go somewhere. So that body, that life form has to pass into something else. So when I think when when you do go that way, that your energy just becomes something else, and you become part of everything. So you become part of God's world. Cosmos. You pretty much. That's what, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's where we, came, that's where we mean, came from. Connect back to it. Yeah. I don't know whether because again, I've got obviously. <laughs> brain injury that I've got very little memories uh, that I, 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 I and that's why it kind of pushes me away from thinking well when you die I think your, your memories are gone but your your exist your, your your essence is still there but you might become part I don't believe it's necessarily in ghosts because of that but there's loads of these fascinating theories have you heard the, the, the one about um, you know memories being passed down through genetics and th- through DNA you know like stuff maybe that happened to your ancestors it's actually gen- ingrained into ingrained you, yeah. Yeah. it might skip a generation but it might appear you know sometimes these memories pop into your head of another life or, yeah. or it could be a dream or it could be something mm-hmm. um, and that's one of the theories behind that yeah it's interesting I don't know like, obviously so I'll, I'll send you the link to my film again okay. <laughs> at some point and you can actually watch it yeah but no, can, well, that yeah. kind of explains it a bit more so on a more happy note uh, we have to continue our little game that we started oh fuck what is it again what's the name of it <laughs> would, would you rather, rather? which was yeah that was a great crack so I'm gonna just give me a sec I'll draw it up on my phone already uh, do, do, do. So if somebody do hold music there for a second. Do you bring the, <laughs> you bring both, the kazoo, friend? You're both musicians. Come on, this can't be fucking difficult. <laughs> That's a very good guests and everything. Oh, hello. hello. Hey. <laughs> Fred will be doing signings after the podcast. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. <laughs> so we finished what was number 17 was last time, if I remember correctly. Number 18. Oh, see, that was, that was funny, wasn't it? <laughs> Can't laugh. Right. <laughs> okay, would you rather have a personal maid or a personal chef? A personal maid or a personal chef? Personal maid or personal chef? Oh, personal maid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, There's another name for that phrase. <laughs> he's, he's a bit sad this week, isn't he? 
So go on, personal maid or personal chef? Somebody to clean your house or cook your food? Oh, ma- uh, maid. Okay, do you, you cook a bit, don't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So but you're a messy fucker. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, I'd probably go for um, chef. Chef, really? Yeah. I mean, I, li- I really like cooking, but fucking cooking all, like, three times a day every day is a pain in the ass. Yeah, you cook no. once a day, no daughter's air diddle. No, but it's like, it's, there's nothing better than being served up some really nice food. See, I prefer cooking. I, I'm definitely I'm definitely 100% made. Once they're okay with cleaning up dog wee and poo. Yeah, there's, there's, a, re- there's a reward in is, cooking your own food. But filthy. <laughs> there's a reward in cooking your own food. I'm like, great, but I've never cleaned a house when I sat down and went, jeez, I'm like, brilliant. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I'm just kind really of... really delighted with you. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm I do that food, as well, never, Do you? Yeah, if I, I clean I my house, yeah. Can I change my um, option? Yeah. Uh, made. Oh, for a maid, yeah. Oh, great. You've just convinced me. Yeah, well done. <coughs> right, so the next one, which is probably Fred, is probably not the first person to answer this then because it's going to be filthy. Would you rather be 11 foot tall or 9 inches tall? <laughs> <laughs> tall, I said, okay. Yeah. Are you talking about one's height? Height. Uh, height. Okay. Okay. Um, would I rather be 11 foot, foot, foot tall, tall or, or nine, 9 inches? So would you rather be really... Uh, 11 foot tall. Fucking 100%. But would it be difficult for cars and oh, stuff? Oh, it wouldn't though? be difficult. Imagine trying to drink a pint if you're 9 inches fucking tall. Oh, imagine how much be Guinness disaster. you'd have, though. No. You'd have, like, little small glasses. You couldn't pick it up. You'd, only, cause you'd like, go out for the night. You'd be drinking baby month. Guinness. Yeah, pretty. You'd go out for a month, though, and then pint it, do you? Yeah. You know, if you're 11 foot tall, like, you're talking, that's a... Imagine how many pints you'd have to drink <laughs> if you were 11 foot a, tall, though. Fucking hell. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to ask Fred. 11 foot or <laughs> Nine inches. Eleven, oh, Around. Uh, I don't know. Eleven. Uh, nine inches. Nine inches. Because, you know, because I think, because I wouldn't, I'm confident enough as a person to be small. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have, like, any Napoleon well, complex. I wouldn't trying to be compensate. You're quite tall, though. You're about nine. So it's, 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 it's not about your attitude. It's about I'm the practicality of being fucking yeah. nine inches tall. Like, but I'd you can't even open a door. But you're, people open doors for me out all the time. <laughs> He's famous. He's famous. Everyone opens a door for Fred. I've been real to the gay gay, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't opened a door in years. Now I know how it'd be nine inches tall in the body. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a sec. I was going to find out because some of these are rubbish. But uh, sure that's the crack. Go on. <laughs> no, there's something like... Okay, I'll ask you a crap one then. Uh, would you rather communicate only in emoji or never be able to text uh, at all ever again? So you could only send text messages with emojis. No letters. Or never. Or never be able to text again. So yeah, you're allowed to make. Yeah. See, that's why it's that's why I skipped it because it's shit. Stupid you can make a phone call. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not sixteen, so you'd yeah. be grand. Yeah. Would you rather wear the same socks for a month or the same underwear for a week? The same socks for a month or the same underwear for a week? Yeah. Oh, it's a tough one. Underwear for a week because of bad feet. Your bad feet. Yeah, yeah. See, so your arse isn't great either. No, <laughs> fairness, Fred. Don't <laughs> 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 Depends. Have we been in Murphy's for a couple of nights? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, well, uh, we're always here for a couple of nights, so yeah. No, the underpants have to go, man. I anyway. think we're going to have to bring the patron down to two euro a month. That's <laughs> 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 not. <laughs> I went from a tenner to. Content is absolutely you know, nonsense. I went from a tenner to two euro. Come on, Tony, you're correct. Cur- Curating this. Yeah. I'm, trying, I'm skipping through all the. You sent this to me, so I'm skipping through <laughs> yeah, all this shit. Is, uh, yeah. I'm on number 34 now. That says I'm speed reading these. Like, uh, da, 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 da. would you rather have tiny, tiny little arms or tiny, tiny little legs? <laughs> tiny, tiny, uh, tiny legs. Tiny legs as well. Yeah. Because I know. Because I love playing guitar, so I, you know, I wouldn't be able to. I'd have to. 
I'd know get, get your ukulele. <laughs> okay, I found, I found when I'm cleaning windows. <laughs> I found a guy named an interesting one. Then this is kind of a little bit, little bit deeper. Would you rather have a pause or a rewind button on your life? Pause. To just stay where you are right now, yeah. doing what you're doing. You're happy where you are. You're yeah. Because if I had a rewind button, I'd never, I'd never move forward. I'd be constantly trying to apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never move forward. Oh, well, okay. No, but you get a chance to redo all those things. Yeah. But that's you, the you don't have to go back and do the same thing. And p- but apologize. To yeah. Everyone. But the reason why I'd be going back in time is to try <laughs> and fix stuff. This I edit this podcast. He'd be rewinding constantly. <laughs> that button would wear it fairly fucking quick. Can I tell you about the time? Uh, your time when I'm going to the doctor, and the first week into lockdown, I found this insect bite. Right on the right side of my penis, right? No. Yeah, and I didn't know I didn't know what it was and I was shitting it like I didn't know what and I said to myself, you know what? And it was the five KM rule. And I think uh, that's allowed. Yeah. But I said, No way am I going to carry doctor with this because I'm going to my local doctor in Kells. <laughs> so I decided to, I said to myself, I'll wait a week until the till COVID's Did gone. Did this actually happen? Yeah, till I said I'll wait a week till COVID's gone next week. I said I go I'll go to the doctor now and the doctor and five K rule. <laughs> So then a week, I didn't even look, I was so scared to look, I said I'll show it to the doctor. So then a week came by and I said, I'm going to have to actually, I'm going to have to go to the doctor. How so big, like, what, what, what do you specifically held, like, was it a lump? Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, a red lump. Are yeah. you talking about his penis now or the bite? The bite, <laughs> the bite right side, on my, on my, on my, on my foreskin. Was so. it bigger than the, the member? Uh, no. Okay, no, so it wasn't, no, like, it wasn't no. embarrassing bodies kind of level stuff. No, like. what is? Um, he had to go for a piss and realised no. he was holding the bite. <laughs> but I said to myself... You can, you Sorry. Can, but, uh, so I said to myself, I drive to Kells, but I didn't want the guards to stop me. So mm-hmm. I, I drove through the middle of the night. I left, yeah, I left Kerry at at 7. Se- no, I left Kerry at around 11 p.m. And I got to Kells at around at around 10 a.m. 10 a.m., half, half nine. And I went straight to the doctor in Kells. And uh, now you see, I had. Did you drive the whole way up holding your penis in one hand? Well, this is the thing, right? This is the thing, because I said I wasn't going to look. I wasn't going to look until a week later. Just leave the problem where it is. So when I got. A week later, I didn't realise. When you hear this, I didn't realise. at your penis in no, a week. No, I was so scared to look. I said, I'm just going to leave that with the lo- my local doctor next week. So a week later, I got the Kells, right? And I didn't know because I was so scared to look that the bite had disappeared. There was nothing there, right? So I went into the doctor going. Doctor, I have something to show you. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I thought you meant to be in Kerry. I know, but you won't believe it when you see it. And he's like, what? So I said, show me what you have. And I basically took down my and pants. showed him your penis. And yeah, there was nothing there. <laughs> and he goes, what are you? And I said, I'm after driving. I'm after driving 11 hours to show you this, doctor. And then uh, it's gas, isn't it? And then he says, and I'm like, yeah, I'm so scared. <laughs> like I was manning up to it. I had to man up to it and everything. Do you know, we've, I was questioning my own mortality. This could be serious. I said to the doctor, doctor, how long do I have? And he said, seven inches. Come on! <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's Christ. a joke. It's a big joke. It's one big joke. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. Yeah, I had you. I had you. I didn't have you. I didn't have you. One second. I had to turn this off. <laughs> Oh no! Okay, it's ninety-five percent of that story is true. Did you? Did actually really? Ninety-five. Yeah. I, the only difference is in the story that I went to the Kerry doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else. Is and true. it wasn't a bite; it was herpes. Yeah. <laughs> it was gonorrhea. I can't actually get rid of it. Have you? Have you? That's like, a super gonorrhea. That's a super gonorrhea. If we, we're, we're we're men of a certain age, and we're kind of getting to the 
the point where you said you've got to get stuff checked. Yeah. I spent a week in the hospital getting mm. everything like fucking scanned and whatever. Prostate. Did you get only prostate because, no. Hang on a second. Only because you were having dizzy spells and nearly passed oh, no, out. I was, I was fucked. Like, I was, it I was, wasn't voluntary. Yeah, like, no, I was, yeah, I was like, I just got to have it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, so, have you, have you done the prostate No, thing? no. Well, <laughs> no, the doctor. I haven't, no, no. But I've got a, I've, I've got a good story uh, about a, a prostate exam. My, so, my grandfather, Paddy O'Brien... Uh, a lot of people on the peninsula would know him like he was a fierce character I don't know if you, you, you I don't think you met him Fred yeah. um, so my dad's dad Vincent's dad Paddy but uh, he was a great old storyteller and he was a character like you know but he was a big man he was about fucking 20 stone and he was about 6 foot great man for jokes he actually has a CD out with jokes on it no way yeah 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 he does yeah and uh, I must get a copy of it actually and I'll give you a copy of it yeah. but uh, so anyway no don't he'll steal every one of them <laughs> <laughs> but anyway he went down to Cork this is uh, this is probably a good few years before he actually he passed away he only passed away about f- I think four years ago um, but he went down to Cork he was kind of um, he was <coughs> in his mid 70s when he passed away but when he was hitting his 70s obviously to go for health checks and all the rest of it but he went down to Cork for uh, he had to have blood tests done uh, you know because the initial thing for the prostate is they do a blood test and if there's any mm. signs that then they go deeper literally and uh, so anyway he, they, they got the results back for this exam and they wanted to investigate further so he was called into the office and the doctor said to him and he was he was a fierce witty like the grandfather and uh, the doctor was sitting in front of him and he was kind of look Paddy we got the results back for the, from the blood tests and um, we'd like to see you in again next week he said but we're going to have to do a, a, a bit more of a, a invasive you know exam you know the, 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 the prostate yeah. exam he says to Paddy he says, no, Paddy, look, I just have to warn you. He says, it's not going to be very pleasant. And Paddy turns around to me and says, for who? For you or for me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd tell you one thing, I would not like to be sticking my finger up Paddy O'Brien's asshole. <laughs> Do you know but the joke about guy goes to the doctor and the doctor doesn't know what's wrong with him and the doctor looks at him and then five minutes later he goes, you need to stop masturbating. And the man goes, why? And then the doctor goes, because I'm trying to examine you. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Okay, let's get back on track. Number fifty, well, number fifty-five. Now we started at number seventeen. That's how much okay. flicking through these things. Would you rather hunt and butcher your own meat or never eat meat again? Oh, hunt and butcher all day long. Would, would you be squeamish with some of that? Uh, I'd, I'd rather not kill. Not would, kill. You, would you go? Would you? Ah, there you go. Veganism. Yeah. Would you yeah. be vegan? I went. I went. Well, I went. I went vegetarian for two days once when I was <laughs> eleven. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, then, uh, but that, that, that was after killing sheep in the, in the butchers, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, oh, that's it. I that, can't that, take that, it that, anymore. That'd do it to a t- an eleven-year-old. Yeah, yeah. After killing sheep in a butchers, what? How did that happen? There's a butchers. Uh, I'm friendly. So there's, there's murdering this sheep and uh, leaving your passport in sex shops. <laughs> Jeez, you had a very interesting childhood. <laughs> friend the kids in, in the local kids in. Come on, in the kids, let's kill the lambs. Yeah, yeah, a guy called Jerry Cummins is our age, and he worked at his dad Pat Cummins in the butchers in <laughs> in, in, in Carrick and Shannon. And uh, he brought me in one day to do a slaughter, and uh, it's just there, and I helped out with the whole process, and oh, just never again. Just like, sorry, I got yeah. confused. There. I thought they were the owners of the sex shop. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, there we go. Would you not? I've done. I've, I've hunted a bit and shot yeah. rabbits and all that kind of stuff, and it's it is horrible. But at the same time, though, I still ate it afterwards. Yeah, but so but like, look. Obviously, there's a squeamish element to it, but. It, there's one thing killing an animal when you don't need to kill it but if if, if it, you're talking about survival here yeah 
and you need to eat to live. Well, you, you'll be thing. surprised what well, you will do well, to, 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 veganism, to live. Veganism. Well, you're talking bare grills here. Yeah, We're talking about like, like if this happened now, like yeah, there's, there's not is. veganism is an option. Absolutely. Yeah. With my friend Randall, he um, no, but I think the question was more extreme than that, wasn't it? But wasn't it, you'd have to butcher and all your own food to eat it or else never eat meat again basically is what it was oh never eat meat again yeah, oh right so I thought it said never eat again oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. not never eat meat again ah yeah no yeah. fucking I go up and get no tofu fucking ready meal with yeah. Tesco so we yeah, my, my my mate Randall Randall Plunkett. Uh, if you've heard of him, he's uh, he 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 went vegan. He was he was he was he used to be he used to be like a bodybuilder and all this kind of stuff and big into his like anytime I went out with him, he'd have to have steak and he was big into his food. Uh, and then he all of a sudden decided to go vegan, and he owns he's actually the twenty third Baron of Dunsany. Lives in Dunsany Castle, up south yeah. where you're from. Uh, and he rewilded his entire estate since. Wow! He's, it's it's like it's incredible the work he's done, and it's like he, he's reintroducing animals into it. Like he takes in foxes onto his estate now, and yeah, and it's all protected. And I was up there; he has an otter sanctuary and all this kind of stuff built, and massive amounts of work. But yeah, he's sounds like a great place for hunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they wouldn't expect it; they would never expect it as well. Yeah. It sounds like level one duck hunt. It's a bit easy, this one. I, d- I don't know. I don't think I could do veganism. Um, I've I like the idea of it because mm. I love animals and stuff, but I'm just a hungry bastard, really, when yeah. it comes to it. I, lo- I love a barbecue and, like, and I have done, I've gone, to, I've had fully vegetarian, vegan food, and it's great, but it's not the same. It, yeah, I, but, but there are definitely benefits to not eating meat. Oh, of course, yeah. But, 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 I've, I've spent all week in a hospital. <laughs> yeah, but no, but then, but then again, but then again, right? A lot of these things that you hear about, oh no, being a vegan is the way to go, or being high protein diet is the way to go. Mm. A lot of it depends on the individual. Of course, yeah. yeah Something suits certain people, and I like. Mm. I, I definitely know that, and I've eaten red meat all my life, and I I love the taste of it. Yeah. But definitely in the last five to ten years, I've noticed if I eat, like if I had a big roast lamb dinner or Food a big roast beef dinner, yeah. I would have this feeling mm. in my gut, it just doesn't sit yeah. right. Oh, would you look at yeah. this? Look Podrick at this. Dirty oh, pints my God. Oh, my God. Beautiful pints huh? of Guinness. Look at that. Podrick, thank you very Pots much. Pots of jam, boy. Look at that. Isn't mm. that just lovely? Give me a little more The Irish is really coming on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not too bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many pints did he bring out to us there, Fred? Cahar. I hope all of that. Ah, come on, give me a start, will you? <laughs> come here, Padre. When are you going to join us for a few words? I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, that's literally yeah. a few words. That's it, that's it. Be it's it. like the banshee of it is free. I just yeah. don't like you, yeah, Gary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch it? I watched Fred? it last night, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, what's the verdict? Well, do you know, uh, I don't want to be, you know, for people who haven't listened to it, and don't, so I don't want any spoilers, but I can't believe you dressed up as a woman and ended up kissing him. Whoa! No, no. Podrick has, actually, has joined us, pulled it up towards him. Oh, oh Jesus Christ, sir. You swear he owned the place. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, I'm going to turn on your mic now. Now you're on. Do you want these? I feel like Noel got her. You look a bit like you need, to, you, need, you need to get the parking jacket out, buddy. Yeah, so, Podrick is the landlord of Morphe's. And yeah, cheers! Cheers, beautiful points. Cheers, guys! Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, you can get a visual like of these points there. Just can you actually, we, what's the history of Murphy's? History. Well, who who started it? Like, and how long ago was uh, it? My great great grandparents started it. So it was Corkery's originally. The first three three generations of the pub was Corkery's because it's from my granny's side, uh, Nora. She married a Murphy then, like so there's, it's the a same picture, there's a picture of her in the wall. Isn't there, Nora? there is currently. How far back I can we talk about it? I have a great picture of it. I want to blow it up. 
1890. Yeah. Around 1890 then, and then um, so was it just a home, a house, a homestead, or, or yeah? Well, I suppose these houses were built around them. There, that's sort of typical turn of the century architecture. And when did the license kind of arrive here? They were trading as a well, Has it arrived? What <laughs> 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 <Have> license? Not <laughs> Gary. Don't mention the license. Uh, no, it's trading as a pub since it's got its provisional around 1890. There, no, no, we don't have an exact date. Like I think a lot of the places that say these things as well are like. Yeah, they yeah, put stick a pin. Yeah. It's like sticking a pin in a donkey. You what know? Yeah, what yeah. was the crack? Eighteen ninety-one. Does anyone know yeah. that the? So, sorry to just defer there. Just it's an interesting. Uh, what was the lay of the land back? Say the hundred and fifty years ago with licenses. Did they have to have a license, or could anyone just decide I'm going to start selling beer? I yeah, I don't know. I imagine there was like because there was at the time like there was a huge, hop- a big population. We're yeah. a post famine Ireland. The population obviously dropped off a lot after that. Like, but I mean, well, we were like ten million or something. Were we? Like? Well, around here would have been packed as well. Like, yeah. it would have been a big the villages here were packed. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're talking about Ballywin had a population of 500. Ballywin? Where's that? Ballywin, just looking across. 500? Mm. Like, like, my parents would, or my dad would say that there was three tailors in Ballywin. Jesus. And the number of shops that were like, even from like from the crossroads out, like I think there was nine shops or something. Or if you go back far enough, more. Jesus. Several shops in Kappa. The biggest one would have been beside my grandparents' house, actually. Um, Finn's would have been the big shop around here, like where you could buy everything and anything like right. you know, from they'd sell from flour to a ship's anchor they'd source it for you so what, like. was, what was it that kills all of the population like what was it well like, it all depends on what point you want to start at like but like in the 30s there was a massive mackerel fishery here there was 100 boats three, three men per boat uh, exporting mackerel now, the, and the mackerel fishing collapsed what was the cause of that in, well sure like uh, with fishing, because I've, I've fished for a living in the past, and my dad obviously is a commercial fisherman. A lot of the things that happen in fishing are kind of unknown. It's very easy to say, oh, this happened. Yeah, yeah, try yeah. and blame There, there never really is a solid explanation for Because <coughs> the slightest fluctuations can, can kill a fishery. It could be cl- cl- climate. Cl- climate could exactly. change it, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot of the modern science is showing that climate is having a huge effect. Say, for example, on the salmon fishery, smalls going out to sea and stuff like that is. They're staying too long in the mouth of the river. And they're not surviving, or they're going too early. Actually, sorry. Instead of going out year two, they go out year one. There's a brilliant documentary and best I've ever seen on fishing on RT two years ago about salmon smalls. Okay. A lot of the problem with fisheries is that not enough is known. But the ma- that mackerel fishery supported a huge volume of people, and um, the thirties were a very prosperous time in my great grandparents' time in the pub right. here. Like, and then subsequent to that, in the seventies, there was a salmon boom. Salmon fishing became extremely um, prosperous yeah. and there was dozens of boats from all over some of the huge fishermen from Castletown Bear now that have boats worth millions would have fished salmon here in the 70s and the 80s it would have right. been one of the principal ports in the country for that I mean, inshore fishing it wouldn't have been unusual there'd be 50, 60 boats and, and at that time anyone could come in here and, and, and anyone I mean, anyone could come in here it was quite a friendly port yeah not all of them were but Brandon was and uh, they had their own way of doing it my dad was stuck on it there's um they were stuck in the navy at times. They had, they had uh, the navy fired water cannons on them out here. They, the the local the local boys surrounded the navy in a ring. Like there's all these stories, oh, wow. all, like mad stuff, like some of it. But um, fishing plays a big heart, part in the history of the pub. And um, yeah, my grandmother was there. She her brother inherited it, but he didn't want it. He was in America, so he he kind of fecked off there, stayed there, and then she had it. So she was Nora May Carcray, God rest her, and she married my grandfather. So my dad was born in this house then, and then um, his brother Paddy, my uncle, came home from America in '82, and he ran the pub for 30 years. 
almost a night over in December 11. So I'm 11 and a half years here now. Wow. And wow. Uh, yeah, that's... Um, and I was 28, I hadn't a clue what I was doing then, and I haven't a fucking clue now. Ah, when you stop, well, but, uh, whatever you're doing is working well, it's yeah. great. Oh, she goes, yeah, she goes, she goes well. Yeah. Come here, this room we're sitting in at the moment, so it probably would have been the original sitting room, I guess, and, and the, the outside area was just the original bar, that was it. Yeah, there's actually a line on the floor in the bar, I don't know if you know what I showed you after, Gary, yeah. um, of the original bar. Like, So what we have now as the commercial kitchen is an extension, mm. which was built as an extension as a domestic kitchen by my uncle in 82. So the original building didn't have that. There was actually a shed yeah. there used in, during the salmon boom. That's where the salmon used to... They used to stockpile them there, like okay. the, the boxes of fish. So this room we're in here was actually my grandmother's sitting room. Right. But my aunt's living room, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because yeah. Okay. she went that way, out to the, the personal... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know, people listening in, they know the deck, like a giant of the deck, this commercial That's kitchen. Right, yeah. So the original, there's a line on the floor in the bar... So where the open fire is in the bar would actually have been my grandma's sitting room. So people would have gone up and drank and sat down above there, like okay. with her, like. But she would have been above there, and she'd have a pot of stew on the stove and stuff like it. It's kind, it's cool, like because people of a certain age, over the age of sixty, have drank in this pub through three generations of our yeah, family. So yeah, if you drank here yeah, in eighty one, yeah. you were with my granny Nora May, and. Uh, it's a great whole thing to keep going. Like oh, it's uh, no, very uh, special, I think. Uh, uh, but you've turned it into it like it's such a unique location and uh, it's yeah. a real destination. But especially, like, look, people love it when the sun comes out. But there's something just as nice about it when when it's wild outside and the fires lighting and you're looking out at yeah. it. So, yeah, it's, it's a stunning location. We're kind of lucky that it works in all seasons. It's, um, yeah. We kind of, uh, I suppose, we stick with it and the customers stick with us. Uh, generally busy, like so. Even tonight, no, it's a load of people in tonight. Yeah. Yeah. There's always great energy here, no matter what night of the week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like I think sometimes I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of luck. If you ever listen to that podcast about um, that one on NPR Radio about uh, how I built this. Oh yeah. If you ever listen to it, they yeah, do all I these like Michael Dell too. and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's like everything. Anyone doing anything? Even me. You need luck. You need. Yeah. You need there's, there's always you need an element of luck. The, you yeah, need a bit of things just catch a break here well there, break there, there. there's a kind of a there, there's a combination of things there's an el- obviously an element of luck an element of hard work is, yeah. is vital because without hard work look you oh, know I've never seen a man think so far ahead in lockdown do you know like uh, with the w- with way you build outside and stuff like that as well mm. and it was great I was just bored I needed something to be doing <laughs> <laughs> but like you know I'm lucky I've, 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 I've Alan there with me and, and the stuff I do I've Duncan, I've Pauline, I've we've great people. Yeah, the staff um, are fantastic. Like, yeah, they're good. Like, yeah. I just, uh, I don't. Uh, the pints are great. Then the pints are good. <laughs> well, that's the fucking problem. The pints are too yeah. good. Don't Hard over, to get out of here. Don't overcomplicate things. Really, I think sometimes, yeah. sometimes pubs are a bit. Um, when I propose, I proposed to my wife Julie outside <coughs> here. Did you? Her, yeah, and uh, it was, it was, it was, it was a month into lockdown, and uh, we decided to go for a walk, and. Uh, but I said I'd go for a run, so I had a plant that I'd go, uh, I'd run a bit ahead and then she'd come down, do you know, maybe, do you know, uh, I'm a fast runner now, so it'd be like, <laughs> I had to wait half an hour for her. And, uh, <laughs> you were about two yards ahead of her. <laughs> <laughs> you left an hour before her, you were two yards ahead. Were you in the ambulance when she arrived or did the ambulance come after? I was yeah. on my knees, but just trying to look for breath. And uh, You didn't, we weren't saying, will you marry me? You were saying, will you carry oh. me? <laughs> But anyway, uh, I had to, uh, I was actually, I'd say I was around 50 minutes ahead. So uh, I said she'd reveal it. So she'd walk around the corner here where Murphy's is and I'd be on my knees. Uh, just where the bench is. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> okay. But your man, Nine inches? Your man, your man next door, Mick, 
it was a beautiful summer's day and he was outside drinking Bulmers and uh, I told him I tell you you just keep guard there and let me know when she's coming so I don't need to be on my on my knees the whole time you know so he would <laughs> so quietly waiting for 15 minutes she's coming now right she's coming now is it? I was like you keep it low will you and then uh, she, she didn't know what was happening and then she came around the corner and then uh, and then uh, and I was on my knees and I proposed she said yeah and it was nice you know what it was and then both of us walked away and it was just a lovely moment where she left the deck that and then and then, and then Mick went you said yes you fucking whore yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said <laughs> talk about ruining a good oh, moment good like, old mad Mick boy. yeah you fucking whore yeah. <laughs> he is mad uh, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, it's it's a place where mad stuff happens. I had a, you probably don't remember this part. There was a, a, a friend of mine's uh, stag do in Dingle on the Friday night. We did it overnight in Dingle, and on the way home on the Saturday, we stopped off here. And he he's from Belfast. He'd load of his Belfast mates down, and it was like a, the perfect summer's day. Blue skies, sunshine, and Saturday in the summer. This place nice. was heaving. Yeah. That all the pier wall was full there was families yeah, there was yeah. kids jumping off the pier the whole shebang we rock in stag do half tanked from the night before get off the bus yeah having the crack next thing about five or six was stripped off bollock naked it was just about two o'clock in the afternoon kids families everywhere down to the end of the pier started jumping off the end of the pier and it was just mums grabbing kids come on johnny we have to leave we have to leave it was uh yeah it was it was a bit of carnage an international right. instant it's mad, it's mad, it's mad, it's mad the shit you do after drink. Right, lads, I think we're wrapping up for this week. Uh, we will. I don't leave me hanging like that. Wait a minute, you could have had an old laugh at the end of my story. Like. Sorry, that's, we've, we've edited and laughed. Ha ha ha! There you go. So we're done uh, for another week. We'll try to get here next week. Who knows? Do what? Or I'm, I'm available every Monday and Tuesday. Are you? Yeah. Too, yeah. yeah. Every month, most Mondays and Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm available every yeah, yeah, most but, most yeah, Mondays and Tuesdays. Bail, bailed out halfway through the sentence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> every uh, most kind of Saturday. Uh, you know, when I'm when I'm when I'm going to say something to Julia, but I know it's going to start an argument. And then I realise it's better not to say anything. But I only realise this halfway through the sentence. <laughs> so what I end up doing, she thinks I'm having a, a, a stroke or something. She goes, go, why don't we... <laughs> <laughs> and then I run out of the room. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Lads, cheers. Good luck. Cheers. Good luck. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>